0: I mean, I don't care enough to actually buy it, but.
1: Hello and welcome, everybody, to the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 57. I guess we should all go play System Shock right now. That's right. We are back this week with another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape <laughs> Network. As always, I'm joined with my two lovely co-hosts, Joshua Jackson.
2: Ohio Gama Gadada. <laughs>
1: Juan Carlos. Sup, <Suppose. laughs> And this week we have a super special guest, Derek Cranaville. How are you doing? Welcome to the show.
3: So a couple
0: things. <laughs> uh, I would expect after 57 episodes that you would be able to say Josh's name without slurring it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure last week. At the beginning of the week, long before our, our re- like regular record time, uh, I sent you an email. I sent all of you an email, and I was mm-hmm. like, I work a lot this week. I can record this time on this day. And Josh and Juan right away were like, yeah, totally, let's do it. And then you sent me an email, and you were like, fuck you, we're doing it Friday. <laughs> so that that's why I wasn't here last week. I mean, on Game Awards week too, like, what an <laughs> asshole. That's what I thought when I read that email. I don't know right? about you guys. <laughs> Anyways, I'm good, and I'm glad to be back. <laughs> I'm not a guest.
1: You are a super special guest this week. You're always you're always special in our hearts.
0: Do you know what makes you special?
1: Um, no, because I haven't played Fallout 4 yet. Because I've <coughs>
3: trying to. You dedicate still time haven't to played to Fallout 4. Also,
0: I've I'll been s- part of the reason I wasn't here last week is I was just. I'm like, I just need to know how Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is before I can think or talk or do anything related to video games. Well, isn't that, doing,
3: isn't that, that review already up?
0: You would think that, seeing as the game came out a month and a half ago. <laughs> but instead, we're still reviewless. The game is going to be a budget title before the review goes up. In, in, in fact, if you look at the, like, the timeline of when that game came out to today, when the review is still not up, had this been... Uh, Arkham Knight. We would have spoiled it already, <laughs> like weeks ago.
3: So, I mean, it's not even that long of a game. Uh, on an unrelated note, uh, Happy birthday, John! <laughs> <laughs> is Kevin Spacey in this one? <laughs> Kevin
2: He's the Spacey he is the is Arkham Knight. The Arkham Knight.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if we ever get a Geekscape game shirt, it has to have something like Jason Todd related. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Or it could Absolutely. say
0: like the number 2 pod uh, gaming podcast on the Geekscape <laughs> network on the back. <laughs> or it could have like it could be like the top like it could be a countdown like it could be like the top 3 gaming podcasts on the Geekscape network. Number 3 Geekscape Games, number 2 Geekscape Horror Club, <laughs> and number 1 would be Geekscape <laughs>
1: Well, but let's be real, when was the last time the main show even talked about video games?
0: Like every week? Do you even listen to it?
1: Yes, I did. Uh, they spoiled Ant-Man for me, and yeah, they talked a lot about movies. They didn't talk anything about... Uh, we're off track. We're off track. As a title... Because uh, we're usually on track.
3: To, no, we're plugging the other shows. This yeah, is like advertising. We,
1: we, yeah, well, when was the last time they plugged us?
0: <laughs> Jonathan talks about us all the time. In fact, last yeah, week, I think. No. I get
3: texts from him, uh, which is like uh, notes about how uh, if we didn't feel bad about Arkham Knight we wouldn't be bringing it up all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's
0: like he like he doesn't even talk about it anymore and then every week we're like Arkham Knight, Arkham Knight that's and then he brings true, it he up sent
2: again. an email, like the only reason I brought it up last week is because he had just sent an email talking about it
3: no. <laughs> I think one of the prizes so you we guys should be is a copy of Arkham Knight with a little sticky note saying by the way, it's Jason Todd
2: <laughs> you should just put a sticker over the title where it says Arkham Knight and just say Batman Jason Todd <laughs>
1: Uh, well, one thing that Jason Todd is not in is System Shock 3. I mean, we don't know that As far for sure, sure yet. yet. True, true. Um, talk about out of fucking left field <laughs> System Shock 3. Like, um, let me consult uh, the Book of Knowledge.
0: So uh, I already have it up. So.
1: <laughs> no, I just want to see when System Shock oh, 2 came out.
0: 1999.
1: 1999, <coughs> yeah. for Microsoft Windows.
0: Uh, it's pretty crazy because like there was a big, <clears throat> excuse me, and I don't know a ton about the series because what well, like as well, I
1: well, if someone doesn't know what System Shock is, like if they weren't, playing, I know,
0: I yeah, I know what it is. I, it's so in fact the Bioshock. I didn't ask
1: if you knew what it is, but to explain it to someone
3: who might not know what it is, I have no idea what it is to be honest. So
0: System Shock, I mean, everyone fell in love with uh, like Bioshock in 2007. Um, when Bioshock came out. Bioshock is like a spiritual successor to the System Shock series. In fact, a lot of the team members from Looking Glass Studios, which is the studio that created System Shock, went on to join Irrational Entertainment and create Bioshock. Um, And I lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh so system talk 2 came out in 1999 uh fans have been clamoring for a new 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 game in the series ever since then and there was a big like like nobody had the rights for a very long time uh and now night dive or other side entertainment owns the rights night dive studios is working on a remake of the original titles title while other side entertainment is they, they actually launched a countdown which displayed two s's and and there's still a few days left in the countdown which i believe would have revealed a third s uh obviously meaning system shock three but uh the splash page actually leaked and so you can actually go to that page and there's a full system shock three logo
1: see Mm -hmm. see i'm on the page now and it's not a full logo so that's why i don't know where everyone everybody was getting this full logo from i couldn't find it
0: uh i just clicked the link and i oh they've changed it now there you go they've they've changed it now but it it did have a full logo uh yesterday okay but yeah and it's it it totally came out of nowhere i know a lot of people are really excited about it so it's the this this new studio other side entertainment uh is made from a like like a lot of the members of looking glass studios are actually in this team now
1: yeah and i would um i would suggest um if you're not familiar with it um check out lazy game reviews on youtube and he, uh, he does a lot of old Doc um, uh, games and, like, old retro games uh, on the PC or at least uh, personal computers. Uh, and he did a review of System Shock 1, and it's... Um, and so it's-
0: System Shock 2 is supposed to be the big, big game changer. Like, from everything I've read, System... The first game is fine, but 2 was the really, really groundbreaking one, and that's where the, the Bioshock connections and stuff come from.
1: Yeah, and you could like, uh, edit your character, and it was... There was a lot of those, like... It had a lot more um, RPG elements than um, Bioshock, but there still was um, uh, a lot of uh, uh, of the same uh, aspect, you know. Like, and I I would
0: love like I don't really play a lot of games on my computer, so whenever I see like old games like this that I would love to play, like I'm just not around my computer all that much. I would love it if some of these things made it to like tablets or uh, obviously consoles are less realistic, but. It's it's crazy that you don't see more of these old titles on, you know, the iPad or Android app store. Like like
1: That, all- that game would be garbage on the <clears throat> iPad. Why? Because it, like a, a first person shooter on on the iPad? Sure, there's tons of them. Yeah, but they're not fun to play.
0: It's, sure they are. Name one. Uh, I can't off the top of my head. <laughs> but. <laughs> <clears throat> but I but I've played some and they they were fun. Actually Gameloft has a couple of really good first person shooter series like modern- Game
1: Loft makes the My Little Pony game.
0: Today I learned.
3: <laughs> is that Today the one where care. you build a
0: town and you buy <clears throat>
2: gold to recruit other ponies and stuff?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that game. I don't. I, would they allow a game to be on a tablet where you didn't have to do micro purchases?
1: Uh, you know, what, I, that's
3: it, a,
0: we, it is actually yes. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many premium games, and it's our own fault that every game is free to play on the App Store, anyways, because we have this stupid culture where everything has to be free.
1: Well, I think I think I would- um, uh, to get to get a little off topic. Sorry to step on you, Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, to get to get off topic, um, I <laughs> I don't think it's a culture of everything needs to be free. There's this weird mindset that um, yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll spend sixty dollars or like twenty dollars on a piece of software for our computer <laughs> or our consoles. But the thought of spending more than a, a buck ninety nine on an app, <laughs> I
0: dude, I I would disagree with you there. And I think it's actually it's partially a generational thing, I think, too, because the people that I speak with regularly and the people that, you know, are around me, no problem purchasing an app. But if I speak to someone like in my mom's generation, literally anything I tell them about, be it Netflix or Apple Music or Google Music, because uh, Songza is shutting down or whatever, like literally whatever I tell them about like the first question is is it free and when i say no because shit costs money and the people that build this shit need to be paid for the work that they're doing instantly disinterested
1: it, it might not necessarily be a generational thing it might be a, a i think a platform thing um m- mostly because um it, there's this stigma of anything that's more than 99 cents two bucks um remember when like apps were coming out they were like five bucks and it's like sure Ooh. those were the
0: those were the golden days.
1: Yeah. Um, so I I think I think that. Oh my God! I got I turned you guys to voice. Um, sorry, I had a big ding in my ear and it almost fucking deafened me. Um, <laughs> there's um, I I just think that there's a weird dichotomy between mobile purchases and uh, other purchases. There
0: it uh, yeah. I I generalized it, but told I I totally meant in regards to mobile purchases.
1: Yeah, and yeah.
0: it's crazy and it doesn't make sense, but it is the like the culture or the the society's, the way that they view mobile and mobile purchases that has cre- that created this race to the bottom, which is why everything is free.
1: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, System and Shock 3 is coming out. It's probably not going to be free. Go ahead, Josh.
2: Oh, no, I was just going to say, and I think part of the reason is because we also, part of our culture nowadays is that we feel like we have to have everything, mm-hmm. and like in some kind of like weird, like, a lot of times like a bragging rights kind of thing. says the
1: guy who has all the Amiibos and all the Disney infinities.
2: Yeah. None right. of those were free. <laughs> no, but it's like, you know, if you're playing like one of the free games, like for example, the fucking Nintendo badge arcade thing. And oh, there's Jesus. a lot of people, there's a lot of people on my Facebook that are like, Oh look, I got everything today. I'm like, yeah, it only cost you like $10. <laughs> <Like, laughs> and it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I just kind of feel like that's more of the, um, and that like said, that's there's part of a diff-
0: the attitude too. Sorry.
2: Oh, go ahead.
1: Anyway, uh, that, I
0: was done. That that oh, okay. That that said, there is a big like there are a lot of free to play or free to start games that are very good and very fun, and they get you hooked to them. And then you and then and then it, I'll totally spend a few dollars on it because I'll be like, this is fun. I would love to reward the developer for this per- for for making this and for making me spend so many hours on it. But then you have, of course, the cheap shit where it's like you can play for five minutes and then you have to wait to recharge or pay ninety nine cents. Yeah, but
1: System Shock Three ain't going to be free.
0: <laughs> I don't even know how we got on that, but
1: yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Um,
0: but let's move on.
1: Yeah, there's not, there's not a lot of information on System Shock. Oh, there's
0: zero information because it's not technically supposed to be announced yet.
1: Yeah, um, it was just but, leaked. Uh, so it's, it's a big like
0: it's, it's like it's like ha- I was gonna say it's like Half Life Three big, but it's not, but it's very big.
1: Yeah, it's no, a very it's, big it's, announcement. It's up there. It's it's up there. Um, what is as big, if not bigger than Half Life Three news, is Nino Final Cooney Final Two Seven remake? Did,
3: did you say Half Life Three?
1: Do you want to talk about Nino Cooney then, Derek? No, you go ahead. Spe- special guest is coming back and ru- ru- wants to run the show. It's all you. It's all, it's all you, sir. It's all me. It's all this you, my lady. So at the PlayStation.
2: I don't know. This wouldn't happen if Kenny was on. <laughs> it's it's he's probably
0: still shitting himself.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody checked on Kenny? I'm I, sure. I
0: actually have not seen any posts or any reference to him, and there was no Geekscape proper this week. So, so uh, this,
3: this show next week's show will be titled "In Memoriam." <laughs> Kenny um, Craig.
1: Kenny. I I actually um when I when I said that I haven't played any game because of Call of Duty, I might have partially lied because I did play some Counter Strike with Kenny on. Sunday night,
0: and it sounded like you've been playing Destiny by the uh, by the pre show talk as well. So
1: we'll get to that.
0: I don't want to get to that. I've heard enough about Destiny for my entire life. <laughs>
2: Sparrow <a> racing, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> who, who gives a shit? That's
2: the it. Destiny it's, subreddit. They, anyway, they, so so they the ran final, out of ideas, so, so, so they're final like, let's Fantasy take
1: seven. Let's
0: take these car things, Remake. and make them race, <laughs> and this. we'll charge people real money for things. The, at the same game. time we
1: got some in-game footage of the final fantasy seven remake and there was a lot of stuff there
0: it was far more interesting than destiny
1: yeah um there's a lot of stuff there first off it looks beautiful did everybody get to check it out
0: yes yes
3: yes.
1: yeah looks beautiful um the voice actors from advent children are back reprising their roles
0: i did not sure. realize that but that's pretty cool
1: yeah yeah well, well at least that's we're buried amazing
0: cloud so far
1: yeah but i mean anyway um uh wh- how do you pr- pronounce uh, Baird's voice actor Bo, Bo Billionsley? Yeah, yeah, Bo, Bo Billionsley. Uh um and I don't know who who who's Cloud probably Troy Baker. Um, no, he, I think he's some li- like I think it's Nolan actor. North actually. <laughs> did quick again a quick quick uh, uh rat hole. Um did you guys see uh Nolan North's little speech at the game awards about how to break into It's in so voice- funny. Had to break into voice acting. There was something about waiting no.
0: till I'm dead or something like that. He was,
1: he was like, he's like, if you want to get into voice acting, it's a great industry. Here's some tips for you: um, get a really good quality microphone, constantly practice and practice, and wait for me and Troy Baker to die. <laughs> right? Yes.
0: <laughs> so funny.
1: Yeah, it was really good. Uh, the biggest, the biggest thing uh, from the Final Fantasy VII uh, news is that the uh, battle system is no longer turn-based. And it looks like it's going to be a reskinned um, Final Fantasy fifteen twelve kind of battle system. Um, and
2: how do you guys I, feel about that? I'm happy I, that I it's would, a different system. Um, I'm kind of I don't know what how to feel about it just being a reskin fifteen because that just kind of leads to the idea that fifteen is going to keep getting delayed in favor of this. <laughs> the, well, doesn't fifteen have a release date? It has a release date for their announcement. Uh, haven't we date.
0: learned throughout twenty fifteen? that release dates mean nothing.
2: No, but I mean, remember, I think we talked about that when it happened. They released a release date for when they're going to announce their release date. I did. Which is I like do the remember February that, yeah. March.
1: I found out the other day that 15 was supposed to be a PlayStation 3 exclusive.
2: No, thir- 15 was supposed to be part of 13, and it was, being, it was titled Final Fantasy Versus 13, and yeah. then they took so long to bring it out, they just called it 15 now.
0: Yeah. Sh- shit's getting confusing.
2: <laughs> like Kingdom Hearts 2.8?
0: Kingdom Hearts is the weirdest title, like the weirdest title series (laughs) ever.
3: All I know is that release dates feel like your stepdad's telling you, like, all right, kid, we're going to go play ball this weekend. I'm going to (laughs) pick you up, and it's the whole weekend, just you and me. And I'm sitting at, you know, on the foot of the stairs with my baseball glove, and no one shows up.
1: Wow. (laughs) I like how you said stepdad's plural. Like, it's like. (laughs) I, I, I was.
3: I, I thought of Liar Liar, but then I realized that was his actual dad, so I kind of <laughs> fucked it up there. So
1: Anyway. Step, step dads. Multiple like, step you dads know, is you know. why
3: I'm here.
0: <laughs> I do not understand what's going on right now.
1: Never mind, Derek. Um, I I am really hyped for it. I know that there's a weird, decisive split between Final Fantasy uh, fans that, like, it needs to be the turn-based. Well, I have anyone it. say that. The Reddit... What so the hell? Re- if you yeah. want to play
2: turn-based, you can you can play that you could have played that over the last 20 years. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, you could buy they, it on your PS4 right now and play it turn-based. And it's
1: upscaled and it looks amazing. Or you could buy it on your PS3 for like $5 less. You, well, it's not upscaled. But it's just PS3 it's just a PC version. version. Yeah, or you can buy it on PC and mod it. Exactly. But that's besides the point. That's besides the point. Um <laughs> I wish it. that
0: I, I can't wait for that one to come out on mobile.
1: <laughs> it is on mobile. <laughs>
0: it is, right? That's but cool. Then,
2: but then remember though, like that's cool.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't care enough to actually buy it. But and it, and it's sorry, it's not that I don't care. It's that it's just a big, it's just a big commitment. Yeah.
1: Unlike <laughs> this Call of Duty review,
0: you know what though, I wanted to. Unlike that Call of Duty review, yeah, yeah, right. it should be like two hours. I mean, you should be able to like play and review the game within like a three hour span. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I actually was hearing a lot of good things about this Call of Duty, but. That Me too, to do and Final I would Fantasy love to 7. hear it. Yeah, <laughs> but no, like the other big thing about the Final Fantasy Seven, though, there's like a few hours after they released the trailer, they kind of alluded to that it was going to be in, like, the game was going to be not not necessarily episodic, but they said it wouldn't be able to be all in one release. Is that correct, Shane?
1: They they and I really really think, and because there's been no official word out of Square. Um, I really, really think that it was a translation, lost in translation, kind of issue um, because they said they said something to the effect of "it's not going to be um, all put out in one release," um, and I think that was the exact words. And then you know, once the big blogs got it and ran with it, the the with the incorrect information, that's what the story was. I mean, we all we all know how blogs and news or whatever. I mean, um, you know, CNN writes writes a post with incorrect information. It trickles down to everybody else, and that's the news until it gets corrected. Um, so I feel like this was a case of that. But they said it's not going to be one release. It most likely means that it's not going to be on one Blu-ray. Um, and it would
2: be on one Blu-ray. Come on, I don't. I what? don't think there's any way that that game is going to be so big that it needs two Blu-rays.
1: Well, a Blu-ray is fifty-eight gigs.
2: Yeah, that's huge.
1: But the uh, the original Final Fantasy VII <laughs> was on three CDs. Now, if they're taking...
0: That's 20. Yeah, so that's like two gigs.
1: If they're taking the content of three CDs, upscaling it to 1080p, adding adding, adding full voice acting, adding um, it on an entire new engine, it's not going to be using the Luminous engine. It's going to be using Unreal 4. So the, uh, even though the Unreal 4 engine is very small and not system heavy, it's much bigger. Final Fantasy VII is probably one of the biggest video games ever made.
2: I wanted to I ask you it. about that because you said that on my Facebook, and I and I don't think and Josh so. called
0: bullshit.
1: Yeah, like I even asked Megan,
2: who's like the biggest Final Fantasy VII fan I know, and she was like, "Final Fantasy VII is not that big."
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's if like, like you. But look at how much content it is in there. Just just the dialogue alone. If they're going to do that professionally voiced, and it's going to be uncompressed like wave audio, that's huge. Right. Fucking Titanfall was sixty eight gigs, and that's. Just because of uncompressed audio,
2: something tells me though that the whole game is not going to be voice acted. I feel like I would. I feel like it'll be cut scenes for like all the key, most important I, moments, uh, then and then, I then the there'll same, be text yeah. boxes in between. Hmm.
1: I don't know. I but again the the most most likely. I,
0: I could see it definitely not like definitely being episodic or whatever, which I, isn't I I, th- I think is not inherently a bad thing. Uh, as long as they don't pull a valve and be like, we're gonna, you know, break up our next chapter into smaller parts, release more frequently, and then fuck off after two of them. <laughs> uh, and
2: that's the thing that worries me about Square Enix because, as we were just talking about with Final Fantasy fifteen, like totally. their release schedule, like they can't stick to a release schedule these days. Like Final Fantasy thirteen took years to come out, and then versus thirteen got changed to a completely different title, and then of course Kingdom Hearts, we've had a, we've had like a bunch of. Uh, spinoffs that nobody asked for and then HD remakes of like everything. And to the point where they're just creating new numbers before we got <laughs> final, before we got kingdom hearts three,
0: literally numbers that have never existed before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, Brand I, new I've, numbers. I just feel like, uh, and this is purely the uh, opinion of Shane that it was a translation issue and they would be stupid not to release the entire product as one bundle. Um, uh, and the the idea of making a game like this episodic is um, asinine. But that being said, Devil's Advocate. This goes back to a week, two weeks ago, when my argument is AAA video games are worth more than sixty dollars, and when we are expected, when we are offered content uh, going over the sixty dollars price tag, and we bitch and moan, we we need to like step back and realize that games are still selling for the same price that they were 10 years ago I, th-
0: I think that uh, I I I'm glad you brought this up actually because I remember listening to it and thinking like oh I wish I was on here to talk about that first yeah, of all you? for first what's that where was I yeah <laughs> you t- you told me to f off so I was just cry- <laughs> crying probably um in any case you first of all I wish games were sixty dollars but I live in Canada so they're like 80 plus tax. Uh, well, not, basically, a hundred dollars
1: in Canada where they're a hundred dollars or not, Canadia, Australia, Australia.
0: They, they basically are a hundred dollars. And in Australia, aren't the taxes worked into the total cost? I don't know because it's not the $80 that I pay is before taxes. In any case, it's such a relative thing, too. I think like there are AAA titles, yes, that you know they release their title at 60 or 80 dollars Canadian or whatever, and they release a what's it called season pass with extra content or they start working on extra content like for instance the witcher 3 not one person on the entire atti- like if you're bitching about the season pass with extra content for the witcher 3 you're an idiot like for like 100 percent. uh but for instance if you look at battlefront where the like there's less content than the previous battlefront game and they want you to pay 50 dollars for extra maps and shit like that's that's it's relative like that is not the same quantity or quality of content as you as you're getting in some of these other releases
1: but you you also again have to take in mind and i know we're kind of repeating ourselves and we should make we should really make this quick but you have to take in mind that what's the total budget of witcher 3 and what's the total budget of battlefront 3 and and keep in mind that you have to pay the disney licensing the lucasfilm licensing You have to pay all the the actors licensing. You have to pay for the advertisement of a game. You know, EA is going to advertise the shit out of their game. And Disney wants a certain level of advertising for their product. Whereas the Witcher is 25 dudes in Poland working on title is how many people at dice need to get paid.
0: So, but I mean, if EA and star Wars has obviously a significantly higher budget, it doesn't mean it's any more fair for us. Like it doesn't make the game any more valuable.
1: Oh no! Absolutely, it a cons- might not, it might, as a it consumer, might not be, it might not be more valuable. And I got downvoted to shit on Reddit for saying this, uh, even though I, I felt like I eloquently explained my my position. Is that
2: downvotes you know, not a disagree button?
1: Yeah, yeah, fuck, um, <laughs> dumbass. I, not not fuck to you, but fuck to yeah, Reddit. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, it <sighs> there has to be a new like a new thought process when it comes to pricing games. Is that hey, yeah, this game. Is it's coming to market? It needs to be one hundred and ten dollars to get the to get the full thing, and that's that's basically what the the Battlefront experience is. To get the full experience, you're paying a minimum of one hundred and ten dollars, and they should just put it all on the disc, give it all to you up front, and say, "Hey, one hundred and ten dollars." And we we talked a few weeks ago that games on the SNES would come out for ninety dollars like Final Fantasy 3 was a $90 game. Yeah,
2: but I think we mentioned too that a lot of times when it was $90, that was from like some mom and pop that sold it for whatever they wanted. I think the MSRP was still... Yeah, 60 MSRP generally. didn't
0: exist back then as much. Yeah. I, and I And I think I agree with you to a point that I do think that there shouldn't be this kind of this is how much you know and not not counting indie stuff which is priced all over the place but this is how much a AAA title costs like the price is pretty standard and i don't th- think that it should be standard cuz there is more value in certain games and certain games you know like i agree like should cost more but i think Battlefront's a bad example because even with <laughs> the 110 version do- like even the $110 content you're still not getting as much as a game of a game uh as you would with a a game half the price and the fact that it's a licensed game shouldn't change that because they're making shitloads more money off of it because it is a licensed game yeah Yeah. like it sold twice the copies as it would have otherwise because it's a star wars game instantly
1: i I think i think it's a real interesting topic that i would i would love to hear people's inputs um and i just realized we didn't have a mission objective of the week but how about we say what a value of a game is and get our listeners uh feedback on it what do you think
3: yeah, that's actually I, a good idea. Can
0: you rephrase the question? Yeah, well, we can think about
2: we'll, it. We have another. We'll make it.
1: We'll, 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 we'll chop it up. But uh, Derek, we've we've beaten that <coughs> into the ground, sure, and we really want to hear about Nina Cooney too, which again felt like a huge out of left field. Totally uh, didn't
0: release. expect it at all. Nina, Nino Nina, Nina Kuni was actually,
3: one. Of-
1: Juan, do you have anything to say on Final Fantasy Seven?
3: Nope, I think everything that uh, I wanted to say has been said uh, poignantly by you three. Um, uh, HD dress, it, HD cross dressing cloud. Oh that's right. Yas.
2: Hopefully they'll have I DLC think. so you can wear the dress the whole
1: game. <laughs> um I'm gonna get it. You guys gonna get it?
2: What, Total oh. Fantasy? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No.
1: So uh, Nino Kuni too. <laughs>
0: uh, did I uh, I was so I was like I was away from keyboard this weekend and
1: What is this, nineteen ninety six? People AFK, still celebrate okay. hated
0: me. I was AFK this weekend and uh, back, my
1: back. My toad's Becky.
0: I got back on Monday or Sunday night or something like that, and there was an email in my inbox announcing Nino Cooney too. And I was I I was insanely surprised and excited. Nino Kuni I, and actually we're like we're all working on our um, best like end of year lists for 2015 because we're one no, of those do again. You are oh, fuck you man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I pissed off everybody with that one.
0: 2015 is coming to a close. We're working on these lists. So I was going back to 2014, 2013, just curious as to what I thought were the best releases of the year for those years. 2013, Nino Kuni was on my list. Uh, it's one of my favorite RPGs of all time. Uh, and and it didn't sell all that well, from <coughs> what I understand. And I never expected them to announce a sequel. And at the PlayStation Experience this past weekend in San Francisco, um, they announced a game called Ni no Kuni Two: Revenant Kingdom. It's in development from PlayStation for PlayStation Four exclusively, as far as I know at this time. Uh, all new cast of characters, uh, new storyline, and they said some new innovative gameplay design as well. Uh, not a ton of information about the game at this point, aside from the fact that it exists and there's a beautiful trailer uh, online and no release date or anything like that thus far. But I am unbelievably excited. Anyone Anybody else?
1: <laughs> like I, I didn't. I, never I know did, Jonathan's I, excited. I didn't have a PS3.
0: I remember it was actually like Nino Kuni was a great time for me because I remember Jonathan and I picked it up at the same time and we were playing through it at very similar times and we would always be texting about the stuff that was happening and it was uh it was a good bonding moment for jonathan and i
1: hmm. Hmm. Um, i've had Kuni
0: for a long time and never played it i don't even think it's open
1: that sounds like me with fucking fallout that
2: sounds like me at with my library it. my fallout's not <laughs> open either
1: well i know i opened my fallout i installed it
2: oh well you're one step ahead of me yeah
1: one, uh, why don't you tell us about the big Nintendo stuff, like NX and the new Smash Bros. Uh, Direct?
3: Well, I could get the Smash Brothers stuff out really quick. So today we found out that the final, quote-unquote, uh, <laughs> Sakurai might even throw another one in January, but the final Direct, which will not only give us more information on when we can get that Cloud DLC. At mm, the end of I this know. presentation? <laughs> hopefully. Fingers crossed. Early uh, Christmas present but and the
0: amiibo is in stores now
3: oh um, from you know what that's gonna be interesting to see if they even make one just because i think shane you were talking about or somebody mentioned it that square is really tight with their licensing
1: especially since they got their play arts kai like toy yeah line
3: so i can't imagine like i still need to find out how they got this deal in the first place just to get cloud on smash brothers because uh, if you would have told me several years ago that eventually cloud is going to be like in smash brothers and it won't be a mod. It won't be a hack. It will be something Nintendo actually puts out. I would said you're crazy. We'll put Shrek <laughs> they'll put Shrek before they put uh, cloud in there. Maybe we, can, maybe we can get
1: a nintendo treehouse employee to come on the podcast and tell us about
3: it <laughs> yeah they could lose their job by the end of the <laughs> night <laughs> but it's it's insane to me that they actually got this deal going but then again look what just happened yesterday of a another game that's owned by another video game company coming to a nintendo console but i mean things are wait know, which one um my, uh, minecraft wii u
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we'll, yeah. we'll yeah. talking about My, that. Microsoft
3: and Nintendo worked on that together. And, and so yeah. they broke a deal. So, I mean, we're seeing stuff that, you know, a lot of video game fans would never thought you'll see. Like, you know, it started with Sega and Nintendo, but <coughs> I'm, I'm kind of losing track here. But uh, we're going to find out more about the cloud release date. And I'm assuming we're going to find out who won the Smash ballot, like in terms of who the fans want to see added to the roster. So, Shovel Knight's a, a lock. Uh, shantae's been a uh, heavy r- heavily rumored character to be a- included and then anybody f- after that is anybody's guess lincoln
0: um i'm still voting for cool wow. spot
3: <laughs> oh <laughs> my god <laughs> i had cool spot so, but uh i think lincoln would be awesome i mean the fans uh the, the fans demanded or wanted lincoln to be in the original highway warriors and i think anuma uh, and the other developers once they saw the fans really liked her and and wanted her included, they went ahead and put her in the 3DS version. So, um, yeah, I, I think Linkle would be great. You have a, the dual crossbow action, I think that'd be awesome. Um, in terms of the NX, uh, Matt, one of our newer writers, uh, he put up a great piece talking about um, how the Nintendo, the NX, would be a hybrid uh, console and portable. Where the portable as the portable device could give more power to the console, allowing it for uh, faster processing, better resolution, better graphics. Apparently, that the PS3 was able to do this with the uh, PS Vita or PS4. Um, Josh, do you know anything about this? Well, it has remote play. Remote play. But he was saying something that the vita when it was not being used would allow the ps3 or other ps3 consoles to work together to oh no he was talking about folding
0: at home which was this it was this uh research project that ran on the playstation 3 and basically while you you had to manually turn it on because of course it used electricity and Mm -hmm. uh your bandwidth and stuff like that but um, it was a service where if you tur- turned it on when your PlayStation Three was not in use, they basically all banded together to create kind of like a supercomputer and do computations and stuff like that. They were trying to like cure diseases and stuff.
1: What it was, it it, um, it was something that had been on um, PCs forever, but then when the PS3 came out, because it you could easily put Linux on it, mm-hmm. and Folding at Home could easily be like converted. Basically, it took it took unused clock cycles to. Uh, just solve math problems and they were trying to deconstruct cancer genomes. Oh, so it was, uh, it was something Uh, it still is fairly big. I used to do it religiously um, and it was just, just your, your unused clock cycles, just doing math.
3: Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, we don't, we won't know anything for sure. Cause anything up to this point, speculation and rumor sure. and hearsay, but you know, we're six weeks, so six weeks, six months away. From E3, we're halfway there. Uh, so from here until then, it's just going to be just rumors and seeing what gets leaked out on Reddit. And But uh, I think Matt's pretty dead on it. It's going to be something uh, at this point, it's everything's pointing to a console portable hybrid of some degree.
1: And correct me if I'm wrong. They said it's not going to be their next
3: no flagship. It's not going to be their next flagship. Which, if he's right, will this be something that complements the Wii U? I don't. Uh, I don't I, think I,
0: that's going to happen. I, I
3: can't. I think this is just an abandonment of the whole Wii Wii U thing altogether. I
0: th- I, I I agree as well. And it's, as it's, great as the Wii U is, and as great as the library mm-hmm. for the Wii U is of uh, first party titles, it's. So similar to the Wii in that third-party support is non-existent, and Nintendo needs to change that. And as from as a Nintendo fan, <coughs> I love what they're doing with the Wii U and everything like that. But to actually be s- more successful in this business, they need to sell consoles. I, abso- I absolutely, and they're not going to sell. And as and their first-party titles are unparalleled, and they're better than anything else on the market. But they're not going to sell consoles without the Call of Duties and without other stuff. That sells and games. I found out
1: I found out just the other day that um, I was under the impression that they use Blu-rays, but they don't. No, they, don't. they use like some proprietary, yeah, it's like, proprietary tw- twenty-five gig disc. Which they is- have
0: to get. They have to start using some standards too, like in, <clears throat> in terms of let you know. I get a new three DS. Like, why was it such an? I didn't talk about this, but I got a new three DS. I, I mentioned that, but I finally got around to transferring my stuff to from my old 3ds to the new 3ds
1: and when you say new 3ds you mean the platform the new yeah. 3DS. new yeah new like 3DS, the 3ds xl 2. yeah
0: um such a fucking awful experience
3: <laughs>
1: really
0: so first of all i had an eight gigabyte sd card in my old 3ds uh standard size sd card new 3ds uses micro sd great comes with a four gigabyte card great i'll buy a new one off amazon no problem to get the whoever designed this idiot well they're so paranoid sorry, about like re-
2: they're so paranoid about like either hacks or like um share a game sharing that they make it like as difficult as possible. so
0: anyone anyone that that has even ever thought once i wonder if i could hack this 3ds to play free games Having the SD card slot where it is is not going to stop them at all. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I have to go to put this SD card in. I'm like, that's weird. Where's the SD card slot? You have to get a like size zero Phillips screwdriver, unscrew (laughs) the back panel, like pop the back panel off using the stylus. And it's scary as hell. It sounds Uh, like it's going to snap, doesn't it? Yeah, I thought it was going to break uh and then you pop the sd card out screw the thing back in so and that's not like that's that's awful that's stupid but then i have to do this stupid wireless transfer thing which took like five hours (laughs) and of course the new 3ds doesn't come with an ac adapter so i have to constantly i have to sit by my 3ds's (laughs) and as the battery goes down and as the battery dies i need to switch the power (laughs) adapters to the other console so that one of them doesn't die that sounds like a joke. Like it well, should be and, a joke.
1: And, and there's one thing that a lot of people didn't know is that you don't need to do the wireless transfer. You, you could do, do it on PC. A PC. Yeah.
0: yeah, but I wasn't going to do that. <laughs>
1: but it's I don't. Oh, so I don't have like,
0: an. I did. Have, I don't have a micro. I didn't have a micro SD reader around, so that would have involved going to the store to get a micro SD reader.
2: I mean, whatever happened to just popping in the SD card that you want to use and just pulling out
0: the one you don't? Or, or every other console that's ever is where I can just log into my account and redownload my fucking game. Yeah. It's insane. It's crazy. It's, and it's like 2016 and they're, <laughs> they're so far behind in all this stuff and they need to fix that. If you know, the quote hardcore gamers unquote are going to look at them, start looking at them more seriously. Well,
2: here's the, th- here's the thing though. And I wanted to mention this when you mentioned it earlier about needing to have the call of duties and such to um, get like a mainstream audience back. But and I say this as a longtime Nintendo fan, and probably someone who's I feel like at least we use better than the other two consoles right now. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't feel that anything Nintendo does is going to get that audience, because there's always been a stigma going back to the Genesis days that Nintendo. That's you're totally is right. Like you're the totally adult, right. like I I don't remember. I read this forever ago. Forgive me if this is completely false, but I read somewhere where that. In the United States was the only country in the world where, or at least North America was the only country in the world where the Sega Genesis outsold the Nintendo, the super Nintendo.
1: I believe I read that
0: as well.
2: And when you think back at I'll the consult mar-
1: the book of knowledge, I'll, I'll consult the book of knowledge to verify. And it. when you
2: think back at the marketing, it was like, you know, Nintendo's marketing back then is essentially the same as it is now. It's just like, Oh, these are our games, blah, blah, blah. They're just all about their games. And then Sega ran that really totally. hard, um like Sega ex- does
0: what nintendo don't. yeah
2: like nintendo's for kids and sonic's extreme and mario's slow and boring
0: sonic was extreme
2: he's he's extremely terrible now yeah. he is yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no i i totally that that is a great point and i i don't know i feel like i agree with it but i also feel like it could it could only help things and call of duty was just an example as uh, they need more big third party right titles yeah, no i know exactly but, what you mean. but i feel like if you look online like nintendo fans love the console families love the console if you look at like any reddit thread right they're they're basically all or saying reddit. they're basically all saying you should get a pc and a wii u
2: right and that yeah because
0: those because pretty much everything that you're going to play on the PS4 or Xbox One you can play on PC aside from a few exclusives <laughs> and then Nintendo has all the games that are really different and really worth getting right
2: and then that brings like this discussion brings me back to something that I ran into a lot during the Wii days and we actually just talked about this last week where Shane was like the Wii was full of shovelware and I was like yeah but every console that was like the best selling console of its time was full of shovelware too but it not those didn't really get pointed out as much i remember have running into conversations constantly when the Wii was popular where everyone was saying, you know, the Wii is just full of shovelware, it doesn't have any good games except for Mario. And then every time a good game would come out, like when Mad World would come out, when Monster, like more God, like love that game. when Monster Hunter 3, when Monster Hunter 3 came out, when Tatsunoko versus Capcom came out, those people would always say, "Oh, that game looks awesome, but it's on the Wii, so I'm just not going to get it." <laughs> like I wish it was on PS3 yeah.
3: so I could yeah. get it. And, They're the same yeah.
1: people that that would denigrate the system and say, "Oh, the Wii's for babies. There's no mature rated games." Well, here, uh, but then,
3: here, oh, go. Sorry, go ahead, Shane.
1: But then, but then, with like an rated game, a good M rated game would come out. They'd be like, oh, "I'm not going to buy that. It's on the Wii." like, well, What the fuck?
3: Yeah, and that's the thing. why. That's what I'm Wii- worried
2: about. Like, if they do put a big focus on kind of courting the third parties to have all of the AAA third party games on Nintendo's consoles, will anyone care? Like. Is the branding already <laughs> so set in stone? Well,
0: and I think it's it's been less both these past two generations. It's been less. I think it's been less that the third parties weren't interested in more that the Nintendo architecture has been so much less powerful and so much harder to develop for that. It just, you know, the any potential sales haven't been worth the added development costs because the Wii U obviously is not selling and has not sold all that well. Let's see what
1: kind of architecture it's on. Yeah, right. Of course.
0: Uh, But But it would take so much extra work to port it to the, to the Nintendo console. Like they need to, and, and it's unfortunate because I love the original stuff that Nintendo does. And, you know, it's essentially, it's, you're buying a slightly different looking box that people fist fight over when you're choosing between a PS4 and an Xbox One. And then you've got your Wii U, which is original, is doing different things. I'm afraid that to get but that any of that mainstream audience back to towards being successful again, they're going to have to pull their console closer to the mainstream and closer to the norm, which is unfortunate, but also is probably going to be necessary in terms of making a successful console.
1: Just to give you an idea, and um, uh, the um, the CPU, the architecture is a PowerPC based architecture, so it is um, hugely different from the uh, from the X eighty six. Totally, um, yeah. Um, platforms of everything else uh, you have PC and then the, the two flagship consoles um, do, and, uh, and Sony, both note, Sony and note.
0: Microsoft like Microsoft used power uh, Xbox 360 was power to PC weren't they mm-hmm. so Sony and Microsoft both had hard to develop for consoles last generation and then they were like oh these are hard to develop for consoles let's make it easier for developers so they make more games and we sell more shit and then they both did that and Nintendo
1: didn't. And did the it. was on power PC as well
0: yeah
2: um,
1: and then Juan uh, you're going
0: to mention
3: something too? No, I, I think with the Wii U and and you and you brought it up about the mature t- uh, titles and saying like oh it should be on the PS3 or Xbox 360 or f- PS4 or Xbox 1. Uh, it's pr- look at what happened with Xenoblade Chron- Chronicles. I mean, you have this RPG rave reviews and even some of our listeners have been uh, mentioning our, our question of the week, what's your game of the year? We've had responses and their pick is xenoblade chronicles and that's against your fallout fours your call of duties and any other title that's come out this year so it's absolutely possible to have these really awesome good games mature titles with really lengthy stories on a nintendo console i think it's what we have is this uh, dude bro thing where it's only socially acceptable to play xbox one and ps4 games even though they're the same game
2: right and then that's uh, that's what i was thinking too with my sega example even when i was a kid it was more socially acceptable to play sega because sega was the cool right. console.
3: And and the thing is if you're and i think a lot of these arguments are coming from uh adolescent males and my only response to them and i have to deal with these kind of kids on a daily basis if your masculinity is based on the type of console you have then your masculine masculinity is paper thin and you also Damn. have to keep it ironic because For a lot of those people making those arguments, they didn't buy that console with their own money because that would require a career or a job at the very least. Their parents bought them that console, and they're making the argument on their uh, forums, which, by the way, on a computer that their parents probably bought (laughs) with internet that they're paying for, they're saying, no, that – this is for hardcore gamers, right? See, uh, and that's why I always have to consider the source. But I know, and and Josh, you know, from all the, the Street Pass events and all the Nintendo uh, gamers that we know, they're all, what, 30s, somewhere in their 40s and above? Yeah. And it's like, it's no, no problem. We all play them. And I think a lot of people do play those games. They want to play those Nintendo games, but they don't want to openly admit or put out the money to play those games. Like what happened with Bayonetta 2? They said it's going to be on Nintendo Wii U. The people threw a shitstorm, even threatening to kill programmers from Platinum because they "quote unquote" betrayed the fan base.
2: What I love is that fan um, base uh, that didn't buy it on the PS3 and 360. A- exactly, <laughs> yeah.
3: exactly. Um, so, so for real quick, real quick. Yeah, so yeah, for so for me, um, I think that's always going to be there, and I think Nintendo is okay with that because look. Th- people are always going to be interested in what the next Mario game they'll they'll talk crap about Nintendo being too kiddy or being formulaic but look the fact is the fact is when a new Mario game is announced people are going to pay attention Mario's not going to go anywhere Zelda's not going to go anywhere people are still clamoring for a 2d Metroid you know so as much as people complain about Nintendo they still want Nintendo games so uh, at this point um, you know it's it's w- me and you and other Nintendo fans. Of course, we're going to buy the console when it comes. Uh, for me, I'm going to buy a day one. That's just who I am. But at this point, it's like, how do we get um, that kind of attraction that the NES and the SNES? Of course, it's harder now because you know the reason why those Xbox Ones and, and uh, PS4 sells because a lot of those people, they'll buy, and I don't want to stereotype them, but they'll buy the Madden. They'll buy their Call of Duty, and that's it. Yeah. You no, know, that's all yeah. that that's and that'll keep them satisfied. They only buy it for the Madden. The way that people bought Nintendo just to play Super Mario Brothers, they buy those other consoles just so they can play Madden. Yeah. That's that's all it is. It, it Madden or Call of Duty or the Fallout. So if you I'm very cu- curious, if you were to look at the average Xbox 1 owner or PS4 owner, see how many games are in their library and then you take the Nintendo console owner and see how many games it, they have in their library. Because I, I have all systems, I have them all. I have five Whoa, PS4. Whoa, Mister One
1: Percenter here. Yeah, I have.
3: Off, I, I well, have them the, all too. The, 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 it pays to go to college, kids. Um, I'm in college. I have. And have f- I'm I didn't even finish high school. Four Xbox One games, five PS4 games. I'm not. I'm not kidding around. I have like around 40 plus Wii U games. There's 40 Wii U games. There's. There's. <laughs> see, that's the thing. There's. There's a ton of them. There's a ton of them. And just look. Look at 2015 alone. And since in just this half year we get Splatoon, Super Mario Maker, Xenoblade Chronicles, and Yoshi's Woolly World, that's crazy. Yeah, I actually
0: and- I think I do own more Wii U games than PS4 games as well.
1: Um, and- I, I would I would like to to note that um I have one, two, three, four, five, six, I think seven PS4 games. Couple uh, probably about the same in Wii U. Uh, my Steam library uh is 156 games.
3: That's insane. That's it. <laughs> that's uh. It. <laughs> uh but a gentleman, I think... Uh,
1: Whoa, I created my profile 10 years
3: ago? Damn. But I think it's uh, time for classic Juan Carlos to come in. Oh. Be- <laughs> because,
0: <laughs> what uh, do you mean, Juan?
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, I have to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, well, uh, I, uh, real quick, real quick. Yes. Um, if you could make it an elevator pitch, what is your opinion on the value of a game so we can talk about a mission objective
3: i i I think the value of a game um like you said i I, and i talked about it last week it should remain somewhere affordable to the general public uh, because i know for a lot of people 60 dollars is a lot um Mm -hmm. so i would keep it at 60 but i have no problem with season passes and dlc i mean that's just the norm because like you mentioned (sighs) it's kind of foolish and kind of you know greedy to think that all this work that and games have gotten so complex, and it, it takes so much time to develop one title. To think that sixty dollars is enough, um, especially when you're considering all the maps and how much work it really goes into it. Anybody who does programming or s- sound design, I mean, it's a lot of work. So I, I don't mind paying the the the, the fees. I just want to feel like I'm getting something for it. And I and like I mentioned, Star Wars Battlefront. I love Star Wars to death, but I'm I'm disappointed in Battlefront because I feel that I'm having a lot of content pulled out, and I think even the one of the programmers for the game mentioned on uh, Reddit that they feel like they know that fans didn't probably feel that they didn't get the content that they thought they were getting. So that that's why like that fifty dollar season pass. I, I know Star Wars is expensive property, and I know that there's a, a lot of marketing that went behind it. I just wish the game matched the marketing campaign. Absolutely.
1: All right. uh, Good luck Juan Carlos. Tell the wife we said hi. uh, Don't close your browser so the recording doesn't
3: match. And uh, listeners, please send us in your your feedback, especially about the conversation we had earlier. Um, I would love to hear what you guys have to say absolutely all right good luck all one right you. see you guys bye Juan. Bye.
1: bye um
0: how many steam games did you say you have 156 i have 154 oh and and i don't even have a gaming piece i don't i don't have a computer i play games on in fact my last login was 300 days ago
1: there must be some discrepancy in that that number i don't believe that
0: and i've i have played keep talking i'm gonna count how many games i have play time with on steam mm.
1: Anyway, um, I think uh, Juan, uh, stepping down from uh, uh, his uh, duties as co-host right now, I think we should start to wrap it up. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I do want to talk about the new CSGO update because it's kind of been a fucking firestorm in the CSGO community. Um, but so,
0: if- to interrupt, 97 of my Steam games have never been played. Yeah. <laughs> Sixty-three per- That's 63%.
1: Huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but is there anything you guys want to talk about? No,
2: I just wanted to talk about the Smash Brothers direct. Oh,
1: oh sorry, sixty-six games not played on me.
2: <laughs> I just wanted to How talk about the write? Smash Brothers update or direct, which we already did, and then about the potential of Linkle being in future Zelda games. But we kind of talked about Linkle already too. So I'm I'm all out.
1: Um, Derek, do you have anything else you want to talk about?
0: No. Let's let's move on.
1: So the CS, um, so CS:GO, um, the number one esports game, as uh, as granted by um, the Game Awards, um, a game that I say is all about skill. It's not best multiplayer Um, game of the year. It's not. It's not. Or shooter. Sadly, Um, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I I say um, one of the best things I love about it is that it's about skill. Um, There's not these (coughs) rando variables with like. Perks and kill streaks and armor and like boosts and you know weapons that you find on the map. It's knowing how the economy works, knowing timings on the map, having a good team, and knowing your aim, like controlling your recoil. Um, they had a big update uh, a few days ago, the Christmas update, and um, a uh, they brought uh, a new weapon, the R8 revolver. <clears throat> it uh, takes, a <clears throat> excuse me, you can swap it out for your Desert Eagle. Uh, it's eight hundred and fifty dollars, so you can't buy it the first round. You can buy it the second round. Uh, in subsequent rounds, it's a pistol. Uh, it's got two fire modes. Uh, if you right click, uh, it fires instantly, and um, uh, it's got about eighty percent accuracy. Uh, if you-
0: <laughs> Wait, what's happening? Something
2: about Destiny? <laughs> Sparrow races.
1: If you um, criminal girls, what? If you left click, it it takes puts a little you to bit- sleep. It takes a little bit longer to fire because uh, you have to wait for the hammer animation to go back, uh, but it's 100% accuracy. Um, the big problem that we're running into is that, um, uh, and I, I really would like uh, your guys' opinion on it, um, if you play any games um, that you consider competitive, uh, the problem that we're running into is that it's a if you do the, the sustained shot, it's 100% accuracy if you're not moving, and it can do up to 400 damage Meaning, uh, it's a guaranteed kill from the waist up anywhere it hits on 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 your body. Um, the big problem is that um, all these like corners and um, angles that people are used to, you know, covering with rifles or SMGs, now are being dominated by these pistols. And the big kind of uh, meme or inside joke in the community is that it's a the games turned into a Wild West shootout. Um, what uh, has there ever been any 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 change to a game that you guys played competitively or a competitive game you follow that um of this magnitude where a weapon is everybody has a weapon people are using it as their main and it is extremely overpowered have you guys ever run to anything like um, that
2: the closest for me would probably be it's not exactly a change that happened to an existing game but more of a change that happened in a sequel but mm-hmm. when marvel versus capcom 3 came out and they added that x factor ability are you guys familiar with mm-hmm. that
1: um, I, I I know that it was a big upset, but I don't know about it like specifically. So, like
2: basically, you could use it at any point during the match, and you can use it once per match. And depending on how many characters you have left on your team, since it was three on three, the longer it lasted. And basically, what it was was that it, it, it essentially like doubled your speed and strength for a certain amount of time. So it's really? like what people would do is just like they would wait dead until they're down to their last person, and then trigger X Factor, and then just go. F- freaking nuts and then just, like, wipe out all three members of the other team with, like, really little effort. Or even if you were a good player and you were winning, you could you could combo into your X-Factor and then make it even harder for the other person to mount a comeback.
1: Wasn't there a thing with Deadpool uh, and Dante that you can have, like, an infinite combo?
2: There was, but I think they, they were pretty good about patching out infinite combos as soon as they would become, like, well-known.
1: Okay. So, um... I, I like the weapon. I like the revolver. It's cool, but it's definitely a, a problem. I played two competitive matches with it, and we were getting complete, like, second round guarantee the other team would have it. And the problem is is that it was replacing, because it's 100% accuracy, you could shoot it from across the map, um, and it was replacing, um, like, high-powered rifles in certain situations, and it was becoming a problem. Um, so it's a new variable. I guess everybody's kind of hating on it because, you know... It's different, and changes are different. Um, but the big thing, and I also would like your guys' opinion on this, is that they changed the, the, the recoil spray patterns of the, the two M4 rifles and the AK rifle, how it works. And again, this is why it's a skill game, is that um, the first shot of those three rifles is 100% accuracy, but it, it, uh, it, it quickly bleeds off after the third shot. And each weapon has its own recoil pattern. The AK goes up and left, and to the left and the right, and it makes like a, a letter T. And what you could do is you could counteract that by moving your mouse down and then right and left to counteract it. What Valve did was they released it is they they flipped it. So instead of a T, it's an upside down T, and it has completely um, changed the uh, the the play for the AK. Now that that granted is a huge because the AK spray pattern has remained the same since CS one point six. That is causing an absolute shitstorm um have you guys ever run into anything like that or what are your thoughts on there wasn't really an explanation as to why they made these changes they just did and it's really cuz these people that have been practicing for years and you know getting muscle memory of how the spray pattern work has to throw all of those years of of practice out and relearn the game what what do you think about I, that
0: i feel like i have never cared about anything as much as these people care about spray patterns
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but, but um and that's to,
0: ha- that's a half joke but just fucking deal with it it have you know it's not like it's only affecting you it literally affects everyone who's ever played the game ever
1: you know i i, I like i like i like that opinion on it um I mean, uh, you know it's not
0: like they're like hey i'm out to fuck this person like no <laughs> it affects everybody and they obviously saw a, a reason for doing it and so they did it deal with
1: it so devil's advocate i i now agree with you 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 put it in a very enlightening point of view. Dev, devil's devil's advocate. Um what about people that um have um professionally do this game as as a living? Like this is their professional players. It it would be like um suddenly um uh you know if you're playing hockey you're Canadian you understand hockey it would be like um suddenly and I, I, I think I saw this analogy somewhere um that hockey hockey blades have to be set to a certain dullness on your
0: skates so shit changes so and that's happened before and i in feel like the main sports. reason that the biggest thing and this is a great conversation f- that works with the, that's great for a variety of topics but that i feel like that thought process is like when you like you learn something and that's the way you learn it and then you're you're a pro, or you're an expert, or you're competitive, or whatever. And then that thing changes. You're a novice again. You have you know you're you're then you're on the same 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 point as everyone else, and you have to figure this thing out again. You're gonna think negatively about it because you just went from you know, and whether it's computers or hockey because they changed the blades or whatever, you you're being brought down a notch or five notches or whatever, and you need to relearn it again. You know one. A long time ago, the Commodore 64 was a big thing and people programmed for it. And then things changed and then other computers came out and other operating systems came out and other languages came out and you either have to adapt or you have to fuck off. Hmm. And that's literally everything.
1: Hmm. I really like that point of view. Um, I'm going to steal that, present it as my own on Reddit and put it in your Call of Duty review. I'll, I'll get downvoted to <laughs> uh, Anything. But wrong? I mean,
0: it's true. Like, <laughs> you, regardless of if it's video games or computers or a sport, or like stuff changes and stuff evolves, and you can't just get mad because it happens. You know, when an old person's like, oh, back in my day, we didn't have calculators in our pockets all the time. Why? Why do you have to be angry at me because of that? You know, like times change. I'm sorry that your life sucked because you didn't have a calculator in your pocket or whatever. Why is that such a big fucking deal? I've never thought about that in my life. Why are you patronizing me for it? That was just um, one example, but no,
1: I, I I agree with you. Um, I like that uh that analogy. Um, but I feel like uh we've obviously I find this interesting because that's my you know game of choice. Um, but uh, I don't think everybody listening would, but I think it's it's definitely a really like huge point of contention in the community and it being a game that Valve, during their summer <coughs> summer sales, pulled $6 million off of case keys and different stuff in the game.
0: Deal with it or fuck off. Um, Com- Commodore sold, sold a lot of 64s, but sometimes shit gets outdated, and that spray pattern, I heard, is pretty outdated.
1: <laughs> it's It's been around for a minute, so um that's it for me you guys uh get into what we've been playing you've been gone for a while Derek um what Just have you been playing
0: uh, me no I played a I played a bunch of Fallout 4 when I returned from Vancouver Island this weekend um still still loving it uh there's not really a lot to say about it that hasn't been said but as I, I'll repeat what I said a few weeks back I've never felt so unfocused in any game as I have in Fallout 4 I'll be I'll be like this quest this this quest seems really cool i'm gonna go to this quest and then i'm like oh what's that over there for four hours or whatever a certain amount of time it's great i'm loving it uh aside from that uh on the way to vancouver island i had an opportunity to play my new 3ds for basically the first time Uh, (laughs) really yeah i don't have time for games uh Uh, I played a couple of hours on the ferry. The, it is about a two-hour ferry ride to get to the island, and there's no Wi-Fi or really anything to do on that boat. So I played a couple of hours of Yokai Watch. Um, I really like it. I really like most of it. Uh, Natalie, one of our new writers, revo- wrote a review a couple of, or a few weeks back that I pretty much agree with most of the points that she had. I love the presentation and the production values are fantastic for a 3DS game and i didn't know that it was possible to have so much voice acting and like anime clips and stuff like that on that console um presentation is really good animations are really good the characters are super interesting and because it's you know the the pokemon games are fairly interesting but their stories are often fairly similar and it just feels refreshing to play a collection based game without, with a totally different storyline. Uh, battle system takes a while to get used to, but then after that, it's fine. I think Josh, you, you touched on this quite a bit. What what Uh, do you,
1: what do you not like about the battle system? It's just,
0: I feel like it's it's always moving. Just, you're just not, you're just not that involved. Like you, you can change the characters that are on the screen at a certain time. Um, you know, target a certain character or whatever, but it's not like in Pokemon where I'm like, I'm going to, it's less strategic. I feel like, like, I'm not going to be, oh, I'm going to use this move on this character because he's weak against this, or I'm going to mo- use this to take that, excuse me, take down this character's stats or something like that. Largely the characters act on their own until, you know, until you either purify them or do like a soul ultimate move, which is their ultimate move. And you get to do that and I feel like too. So it's not like... Well, and I feel like I've collected a couple of characters. I've probably put about four or five hours into it total now. I feel like I've collected a couple of characters that are... Unless it's like a boss battle, I'll just hit their ultimate move right at the beginning of the match and it kills everyone. Like, I feel like they're very powerful, uh, which is... You know, it just makes it for a kind of boring battle system at that point, but... um, And I... Don't care for the collection system at all. And you mentioned this, Josh, that it wasn't great. Like basically, I fight them, and then sometimes they'll be like, "Hey, you want to be friends?" Or you can feed them shit during the match, <laughs> in which case they might want to be your friend. But it's pretty hit or miss. Like I'm not interested in that at all. Uh, it's it like that. I would I would almost go to go as far as say to say that element of the game is bad. But the rest of the game is super good, and it definitely makes up for it. Uh, in any case, I would buy it in a second. It's a lot of fun, except for the collection aspect, which is bullshit. Hmm. Do
2: you agree with yeah, that, John? Like, that's definitely the worst part of the game for me. I've been trying to cat. I've been yeah. trying to recruit Hungrams for like the longest time.
1: Hungrams? Excuse me. What was oh name? they're <laughs>
0: Hungrams? He's his grandpa, and he's always hungry. The character the the yokais have they're hilarious. Like at one point, there was this kind of ninja person that i can't remember the name of but they said something along the lines of like i'm not the government so don't expect me to bail you out next time or something (laughs) like so funny and there's there's constant witty dialogue like that and i'm having a and and at one point uh, i i I don't even know but i'm having a blast with it and the dialogue is great battle system is fine story is really interesting collection system is confusing as hell and is not very fun
1: (laughs) Uh, uh would, would what would you rate it on a scale to 5 and a buy or not buy?
0: Well, I just said I would buy it in a second like well, 40 for seconds who, ago. Who
1: hasn't the last Pokemon game he played was Pokemon Sapphire? Me? Me.
0: Oh, uh yeah, it's a it's it's not really it doesn't feel like Pokemon at all. It feels totally different. It's just being heavily compared to Pokemon. It's it's a lot of fun. It's totally worth the 35 bucks or 30 bucks or whatever it costs in your country. Uh, and I love it's broken up into like like smaller chunks. I feel like like you actually get
1: uh, it's episodic. Oh my god!
0: Well, it'll be like chapter one, chapter two, and it's, and so it fe- and it feels that was a joke. I know that, but it it, it feels it wasn't a like a joke. It feels like it's broken up into good chunks where I'll be like, I'll play this chapter and then I'll stop, and it, it, each chapter feels like it has closure, and um, you just get good points to break the story. It almost feels like each chapter is like an episode of the anime or something like that, where you're like, here, here's where I'm going to stop. Uh, and so pacing feels really good in it. It's super fun though. Definitely pick it up.
1: Right on. Um, Josh, What have you been playing.
2: I haven't been playing a whole lot this week because of finals, but I started up WWE two K 16, which I'm sad. Juan left because, um, I was playing it and this is one. this is one of many games that shouldn't have even bothered having the option of playing while you installed it because, I tried to start it while it was when it said ready to start, and there was only four characters playable, and everything was really slow. Like the menus were choppy, like it would take I think it took about a good seven minutes to get out of the like developer names at the beginning when you first started up, so to the point where I thought it was frozen at first. And when I actually did get to play, it was like a slideshow, so I just turned it off. But when everything was finally fully installed. Megan made the uh, same comment that I was thinking while I was playing. And that's that everyone just looks really terrible, which is unfortunate because last year their excuse was like, they were just mo- they were, It was their first game on the new consoles and they needed to get used to them. But this year is exactly the same where it's like a few characters, like the ones they really wanted to focus on, like Randy Orton, John Cena, John Cena. Do, 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 do! Um, <laughs> um, and then Finn, <laughs> Finn Balor, um, for some reason Goldust always looks really good and everyone else <laughs> just like looks like some shitty creative character that they slap together and I don't know it's it's disappointing that the presentation isn't where I feel like it should be after these games have been coming out and maybe it is because it's that, annual that they don't have enough time to properly work on it but
1: when you said like shitty creative characters I don't know why I was reminded mm-hmm. of this but I went to a music festival up here um, and a guy I DJ with like it was my first time going to this music festival because I was it always fell in the week of Comic-Con except for this year. So I wanted to be like that douchey asshole that had like really stupid outfits like two or three a day. And you and, are. Uh, I did, and I was, and I are. Um, And I, I put one on. It was like Milo Pony leggings and a t-shirt, Milo Pony t-shirt, just a bunch of bullshit. And I come walking out of my tent and uh, it was in the morning, everybody was hungover. And a guy, I DJ Weather's is like, man, you look like the Fucked up, creative character Tony Hawk, <laughs> <laughs> and that always stuck with me. So, do you think that the the poor, um, uh, I, I don't know, quality of the characters is it like bad mocap? Bad?
2: No, it's not just, the mocap. It it's just the character care? models themselves. Like the first character I picked was Tyler cool. Breeze, um, who I'm planning on. Cu-
1: well, not not mocap, but like, do do you think that some some superstars they spent more time on scanning them in? Like, is it bad scanning or is it just bad reproduction? I feel
2: like, well, I know that they scan some of them, but I feel like what it is is like the 10 wrestlers or so that they actually give a shit about, they like scan in and make sure they look good. And I'm pretty sure they don't scan everybody. So I think that might be part of the problem. Like, for example, like Finn Balor is like one of these new wrestlers on their developmental show that has a lot of hype around him. And he has this big elaborate entrance where he dresses like a demon and this kind of stuff. So they had all these like developer diaries of how they got his mocap down perfect and how they did his face scanning. And there was this documentary after documentary on how they did him specifically. And of course, lo and behold, he's like one of the people that looks really good. And then I picked Tyler Breeze. Like I said, it was like the one that I wanted to use first and his face looks swollen. Like he looked <laughs> like when I tried to make a character on mass effect and he just looks like he's got his ass kicked or like his face was caved in. Like, it, and it kind of takes you out of it when your favorite wrestler looks like crap and then someone that you hate looks like a million bucks. So, um, But yeah, that's about all. I mean, otherwise, though, it's just another wrestling game. Um, and then mm-hmm. besides that, I was also playing... It's funny that we were talking about the Pokemon comparisons because I, I started up Pokemon Omega Ruby again because since I don't have a lot of time to play lately, um, I've just kind of been in the mood to pick up something that I could just pick up for a little while and not have to really get too involved in. So I've been trying to breed... Um, high level Pokemon for that. I'm trying to breed high level Pokemon that have Mega Evolution. So I've been working on Slowbro, and I really want to get a shiny one, but it's not working, and I'm getting annoyed. But that's about it.
1: <laughs> hmm. Um, I, like I said, played a little bit Counter Strike. Yeah. Um, I did. Uh, I did do a douchey thing. I was, <laughs> I was matchmaking with uh, some people I know, and um, it was a real tense moment. Everybody was super quiet, and there was like one guy on one bomb site, and this girl on another bomb site. And this girl, when she plays, she gets really stressed out. And like, you know, she's fun to play with, but she'll scream and yell again and freak out. And they're super quiet and everyone's sitting there. They're waiting for the terrorists to like try to push one of the bomb sites. Nothing gets said for like 20 seconds. And then I just pull up the John Cena video on my phone and put it to a microphone. So all of a sudden, it just, I just, name is John Cena, right into everybody's ears. And she's like,
3: you motherfucker, oh my God.
1: <laughs> it was like. The funniest thing ever. I Guess you had to be there. So, uh, mission objective. Last week we asked you guys what your uh, uh game of uh 2016 was. Um, do you guys have any responses?
2: I don't think anyone knows what their game of 20. You just say is. 20.
0: Did you just say 2016? <laughs> yeah.
1: 2015. <laughs> 2015.
0: Uh, yeah, I got I
1: got quite any a few responses.
0: responses. Um, Let's Matt
2: R, one of our writers. Uh, so at first he said this isn't easy. Need more time. So we'll put him aside. Uh, Carlos L said <laughs> Carlos Lopez friend of the show, lover of Tomba, says, Bloodborne. <laughs> Hater, of yeah, Hater of Shane. of uh, Shane. Scott V says, hard to decide now that I'm finally going through Xenoblade Chronicles X. And then Vanessa V said, until dawn. Then Matt came back and said Xenoblade Chronicles X, but it wasn't easy with Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate and Splatoon being in contention. And then our very own Eric Francisco said rise of the tomb raider jimmy r said xenoblade and ash p said it's looking like it's going to be yoshi's woolly world
1: do you got any responses
0: yeah so we have uh kyle a who said obvious answer for me would be fallout 4 probably the game i've played the most this year and that's sad considering it just came out in november Graham h said rocket league logged over 133 hours played uh, Mike D said three-way tie between Ori and the Blind Forest, Halo Five, and Just Cause
2: Three. Mm-hmm. We
1: might as well make it a four-way drop? tie between Unity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, drop D, because Just Cause Three is awesome, but there's been a, there's a lot of problems. Oh no, I
2: it. was just saying
0: mm,
1: drop because uh, I thought he said Mike. He D.
0: he also loves. Uh,
2: oh, he,
1: see, uh, see, <laughs> he the, I also told loves you. Unity, so. <laughs> Oh, loves, I, tell you, I got a funny bugs. story for you josh at the end of the uh yeah yeah
0: podcast uh dylan l said so far just cuz three my reasoning is simple it's dedicated to single player offline gameplay it's easy to play sorry it's easy to play but offers significant challenges it doesn't take itself too seriously and it's exactly what i think everyone wanted as a sequel to just cuz two hard to discount it's awesome based on the existence of a season past given that almost every AAA title has one now my only real complaint uh, that would stop the game from getting 10 out of 10 for me is the incredible loading times paired with a plethora of glitches and crashes. Uh, and then he said, honorable mention goes to Need for Speed. Uh, I've also got Evan uh, Evan B. who said Witcher. I think this answer is obvious. And Nathan M. said, I haven't played uh, I pretty much haven't played anything but Destiny all year, but I'm in love with the Witcher. So much witching.
1: <laughs> so much witching. Um, I got, uh, Samantha R. said Octodad for PS4 because I love tentacle though. i love
0: Octodad.
1: um she said she loved that game william e said i think splatoon is my I, game of the was, year i
0: was Octodad 2015 though i don't think I know if it was i
1: think the ps4 release was maybe well we'll let it slide um uh it's uh, william e I, I think splatoon is my game of the year i don't typically play typically like shooters but it's so innovative and unique still totally playing and enjoying it and Ryan J said Cod Blops 2 on the 360 dot, 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 because she I've- just
0: she really loves Octodad because it came out on PS4 in April of 2014.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well this guy says he likes Cod Blops 2 on the 360 cuz i've put more time in that than Destiny Blobs 3 and Minecraft this year. Um then Michael M said Kung Fury because the 20 teens are the 80s again and the turn up is real. Um
0: can K- Kung- S- you say Kung Fury?
1: There's there's a side-scrolling beat-em-up Kung Fury game. Is it out. out
0: already? I thought they just announced it at the Game Awards.
1: Uh, nope. It's been nope. out since May.
0: Oh, but I saw a commercial for it. Maybe. Okay.
1: Um, Canyon S. said, the Witcher 3, amazing universe, well-developed characters, a wonderful gameplay, awesome soundtrack, a beautiful and well-imagined world with 200 plus hours of quests, side quests, exploring, so much to do, so little time due to work. Then Michael M. came back and said, I agree with Canyon. Better than Fallout in graphics, quest system, cutscene, and storyline. That is it, guys. Um, around the site, um, I uh, my Around the Site, again, is a uh, selfish uh, promotion for my Monday music. Um, I'm trying to branch out and get a lot of diverse stuff that I'm listening to. This week was Lil Wayne's, two, uh, Lil Wayne's No Ceilings 2 mixtape. Uh, there's a lot of really cool covers on there. I really like his... Uh, cover of my name is and not cover just reimagine they use they they use instrumental from the original song and um his hotline bling reimagine is really really good um uh but check out my review i get into it some more it's free so you can download it uh what do you got derek
0: uh i'm gonna go with uh it's mc dave right i always get confused between mc dave or mc dave
1: I I just say Mick Dave, but I call like all MCs like MC Lars, like Mick Lars, just because. Okay,
0: so MC Dave, uh, he just posted this morning a review of uh, this film called uh, Room, which just went wide. I don't even know if it went wide, but it's out in some theaters now. That was my close
1: second for around the site.
0: It's uh, it's an it's an absolutely incredible film with a phenomenal. Phenomenal performances by both Al- uh, not Alison Brie, Brie Larson uh, and this, uh, who was also in Community, but uh, in, uh, by both her and this uh, small newcomer who's a child. His name is Jacob Tremblay. It's about this woman who's uh, Brie Larson's character who is kidnapped uh, and basically held in a room for years. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a movie where you you should watch it on a day where you're not like, you're going to be just heartbroken and sad when you come out of it. So don't have any like fun plans afterwards. Uh, but it's an, it's an incredible film. He did a great job on the review for it. Uh, I agree with it pretty much completely. Give it, um, a, read. Give it a read and give the movie a watch for sure. Right on, Josh. Um, mine would just have to be the NX article.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. We only kind of talked about add-ons, but it's really comprehensive of what right. to
2: expect. I'm looking forward to that announcement.
1: Um, um, and again, mission objective this week for you guys and gals um, and Z's and G's and all the non-binary um, gender identities in between. Um, what do you think the value of a modern AAA uh, video game is? Um, $60, more than $60, less than $60. Um, I, I
0: thought we covered this an hour ago and that the answer was it's relative.
1: But I want to hear the listener's opinion and get some feedback with our valued <laughs> fans.
0: Yeah, and then mine, my answer
1: is no don't, different from last don't week. Don't you know about starting a dialogue, <laughs> Derek? <laughs> starting a dialogue. Like, I, I mean, you are the special guest, so you might not know how things run around here, but we like to have a dialogue with our fans.
0: I just feel like it's a weird question. <laughs>
1: It's not weirder than any of the other random-ass questions we have on it's there. It's way weirder. I feel like,
0: especially the way it's worded, it's just like like people would be like, $30.
1: <laughs> well, then they have to explain why.
0: It should be free.
1: As always, you can find us on Geekscape.net. Is All that us- free? Is it uh, free? Geekscape.net then is free. Then I don't free. care.
0: <laughs> then I don't care.
1: We're never having this guest back ever again. Yeah, right? I
2: have a feeling he's going to keep finding his way back on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everything went smoothly until he uh, until he came back. You know, we had great discussions. It flowed. We covered more topics because this guy likes to ramble.
0: I like to ramble. You're the one that talked about fucking spray patterns for forty it's minutes. It's important. It's big.
1: <laughs> Find us on Geekscape.net. Follow us on Twitter at Geekscape Games. I am at Shane Hair on Twitter. Um, I am SS on gaming platforms. I
2: am at D I am at Eno Joshua. Just about everywhere, so I could talk to you about my spray patterns.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: alright we'll see you guys back here next week bye, bye everybody bye. <laughs>